Hello, adventure! There's nothing more that brings me joy than a brand new episode of my favorite podcast. But I always do need a refresher, so let's find out what happened last time on The Incredible Party! Continuing to utilize Shaft's shackles of shackling to great effect, Mia returns to the party in the aftermath of the battle. Quickly joined by Julie of the theater, the Darkling Bard leads them through hidden passages of the Arknall before they are seen by more of Hannah's guard. Finally able to catch their breath, Julvi tells them of his people's dark legacy and Hannah's betrayal that led to their subjugation by the Niogi. Unsure of what to do next, Mia sends Samuel Coltus a message informing him of the party's acquisition of the Amulet of Kalar. And now the harrowing adventure continues. Samuel responds immediately, uh, as per the rules is written, uh, the sending <laughs> spell is how it works, as you know everybody knows. Yep, and we never get wrong. <laughs> nope, never. <laughs> Good work. Airships inbound in two days. Troops will amass at the tower. Deliver my amulet to Corporal Sally. Compensation. Pending. I think we all just stare at Mia. Yeah, we're just staring intently at Mia. <laughs> all right, Samuel got my message. Uh, he says, good work. The airships are coming inbound about two days. We're to deliver the amulet to Sally, and our compensation's pending. But basically, we need to get this to Sally. So back to the inn? Yeah. Yes, back to the inn. I, I would like to return to the inn and, and retrieve the rest of my belongings there. And I think you have something important to do. I would like to change into something a little less comfortable. Same. Hey, Jovi, is there a way we could just sort of pop up to the street without going, you know, back into through the back door? I can get you to the sewers, yes, friend. Uh, the non-Niogi part of the sewers? I unfortunately cannot guarantee. Well, then, uh, can you get us back in and out the back of the uh, Arknall Theater without being seen? From here, I can get you into the theater. We can go through the stage. We could go up to Hannah's box. I think we want to be not seen by Hannah's dead body. Sounds like we have to go into the sewers. I don't want any suspicion on us. I think we have to. Now, there is the issue of this thing that I have to deal with here. I sort of gesture to my uh, bag of holding where the soul cage is. Do you, you want to wait until we get to the end to do it? or How hard is it to do now? Well, not very, I don't think just means that I'm going to have to carry the contents of, of the bag, which isn't all that much to carry. Bowser and I will help you carry your crap. Do it now. What happens if we get captured by Niogi or some something like that? I agree. Right. We've worked very hard to accomplish this. I, I think we should see it through. Okay, do it now. What do you got to do? Well, I just simply have to destroy the bag with... Sardo's soul inside of it. Well, empty the bag out, and then we can leave and look at Jolvi. 
Can we leave some valuables here for safekeeping if necessary? Well, uh, Shaft, uh, I don't I don't have that much to carry. I, I think it shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, but books, I mean... You brought a book with you, Falzerin? Jolvi will kind of walk over to uh, one of the corners that Shaft had been inspecting and, you know, pick up one of the traveling sacks that um, was over there Shaft had found the money from. Um, just kind of turning it out and then we'll basically brandish it, you know, an empty bag here. Will this suffice as a substitute? Oh, that that's perfect, Julie. Thank you, you're too kind. So I will uh, begin emptying all of the non-soul cage items out of the bag and putting them into the, the little traveling bag. I basically just have, like, my spell book and a few other books, um, and then I was carrying uh, Mia and Shakara's weapons. You thought you needed books? Mia... Books are very important to me. I get they it. hold just... knowledge, which is the most treasured thing. Let's get on with this. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, right. And uh, I assume uh, Danny was in your bag of holding as well. Yes, Danny as well. I will beckon to come out. Okay. Yeah, Danny flips out. While I do have his soul captured in this... Uh, prison, I, I could make use of it a bit. It would only take me a moment. What do you mean? Are you going to play around with him? It's kind of gross, Falzerin. Can you poke him? There are a few things I can do uh, as, as per the magic that has trapped him here. Uh, I could ask a question about something he might know that might be beneficial to us. I, I don't know that there's anything useful that Sardo can tell us. I can steal some of his uh, essence to heal myself, which might not be a bad idea considering my current state. Um, and I could also uh, see a location that he has been at some point in his life. Uh, again, I don't know how useful that is. Unless any of you have any ideas. Just don't screw anything up and let him out. Would it be beneficial to ask him about Erica's plans for the Kraken? What her end goal was? That's not a bad thought. I, I hadn't. It hadn't occurred to me to think of the that. Kraken's idea. dead. I don't. I More don't out want... of curiosity than anything, I suppose. Do I really want to know the answer? I, I don't know. You can put your fingers in your ear. Ha. <laughs> right. Why don't we give it a shot? What's the worst that could happen? Well, the revenue <laughs> could get out, and we'd have a big problem. Mia's like very uncomfortable. Are you sure you know the words you have to say to do that? Well, it seems pretty straightforward. Klaatu <laughs> Varatan! Don't you hate it when you sneeze in the middle of a spell? <laughs> okay, so um, Leland, uh, one of the actions is query soul. Um, it's no action required. I ask the soul a question and I receive a brief telepathic answer, which I can understand regardless of the language used. The soul knows only what it knew in life. Must answer me truthfully and to the best of its ability. The answer is no more than a sentence or two and might be cryptic. Okay. Sounds like this is all for nothing. What, <laughs> what is your question? <laughs> so we wanted to see if he knows about why, what Erica's intent was with the Kraken. Is that right? I think so. Yep. Ask it. Falzerin sort of concentrates for a moment and says, Sardo... Uh, Tell me what you know 
about what Erica intended to do with this Kraken that she was bringing back to life. I didn't quite care. It was a means to an end to kill you. Well, Sardo says he didn't quite care. It was just an end, a means to an end to kill us. There we have it. That tracks. <sighs> he seemed one pretty one-track-minded. He did seem to have one express purpose he was interested in. Well, he did come back from the dead for it. Yeah, you gotta want it. <laughs> True enough. <laughs> you see, um, Julie is, is taking out a little, like, pocket notebook, and it's, like, scribbling notes. <laughs> this will make a fine performance. <laughs> keep, please, keep talking. <laughs> Um, okay, so I suppose I still have uh, seven uses left, so I could use Steel Life. You have uh, four uses if you want him to remain captured, five if you don't care if he gets out. Oh, right, yes. On the sixth use, the soul is released from the cage. Okay, so I can use a bonus action to drain vigor from the soul and regain 2d8 hit points. So I will do that. I feel like he's just playing with his food at this point because he can. <laughs> well, it does seem a little inhumane, if I'm being honest. I think Falzern feels a, a little awkward doing this. He's never been a, a big fan of necromancy, but what do you desperate think, times. Uh, what do you think Elmar would say, seeing you now? I know. Maybe he is watching. He's taking a little dancey with their necromancy. Yes, Falzerin. <laughs> Necromancers are just misunderstood, Bill. Exactly. Yeah. This just isn't the Falzerin that Sardo once knew and tracked, okay? This is <laughs> <laughs> the darkest timeline. Okay, not bad. Nine nine hit points healed. You need to do it again? Need or want is the uh, same question. thing. I will do it one more time. Same thing when it comes to necromancy. <laughs> <laughs> the want and the need and the need and the want. So that's ten. Okay. Ha ha ha! Do you have an evil chocula laugh now? <laughs> <laughs> is there any anything else you want to utilize uh, as far as this soul? You, do you have any interest in any of the other abilities? I don't. I not that I can think of. I. I don't know. Like, is there any location we'd be interested in looking at right now that he's been to? I don't know. Finish him. Yeah. Yes, I think we shouldn't prolong this. It doesn't quite feel right. Perhaps I will uh, reach over to Shaft. Shaft, if, if you don't mind, do you have something sharp that I could borrow? Yeah. Just reach into my boot, pull out my dagger. Other than your wit. That's always sharp, baby. <laughs> he offers that free of charge. <laughs> um, so I will take the dagger and hold up the bag. All right, I, I guess we get this over with. And I will plunge the dagger into the bag. Uh, and I'm assuming you uh, put the soul cage back in the bag before doing so. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, it's, it's, so oh, crap, it's over there. Oh, darn please. it. <laughs> yes. Falzerin is very intelligent. As you, you pierce, uh, like, there's uh, resistance that is, 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 it's not like 
it it doesn't feel like piercing through like normal cloth, right? It's cool. You, you kind of got to put your put your back into it, uh, which it still it does. It doesn't take like a phenomenal amount of effort. It doesn't take you like a twenty strength score to be able to pierce this bag. But as you as you do uh, as you as you pierce it with the dagger, just like the, the kind of the normal like ripping sound of of cloth you hear, and then it. it begins to like warble and the bag itself starts to fold in like imploding almost into this like little pinpoint of of like bluish green light right and the whole the pinpoint doesn't get any larger but the whole bag just like sucks right in your hand right into itself until it winks out of existence when that's happening when it's imploding i'm going to grab falzerin to make sure he doesn't go with it Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? I, I I believe so. My, that was certainly was interesting. I've I've never seen such a thing. It was quite intense. Can I have my dagger back? Yes, yes. Thank you, Shaft. Thanks. Yeah. Yes, you had you have to ask for those back. Yeah, I learned by watching you. <laughs> I will um I will sort of look back to Shakara and and look down at her hand and say, "Thank you. I, I appreciate your concern, Shakara." I'll just take my hand off you and wipe my dress, wipe my hand off on my dress. And I will. Um, I think Falzern will try to concentrate again and activate sort of the Soul Cage spell to just to see if there's anything there still. Okay, and uh, you feel no effect or any connection. Um, like you did previously utilizing the soul kit. Well, it it seems to have worked. I, I feel nothing. I'm not able to access his soul. Good. Good riddance. Well, Shaft, that's one revenant we can put behind us, I suppose. There are others. Mission accomplished. <laughs> you never can be too sure. I think he's joking, Shakara. It's right? Balser? Yep, in a, in a way, yes. I don't know of any other revenants. I certainly hope there are none, because this was quite the ordeal to go through. They are annoying. Let's hope we have less issues with the sewer. Jolvi, lead the way. All right. Jolvi will take you, uh, again, finding like a, a hidden wall, hidden passageway. Sorry, hidden, hidden door in one of the walls, a hidden passageway, and leads you through it you're you're navigating it's a it's the these this hallway leads into is about 10 10 feet wide like seven to eight feet tall right um kind of a, a normal normal looking hallway um looks pretty meticulously like paved uh, as well and clearly like man-made uh, again this is very similar to, to those that were conscious uh going through the darkling tunnels way way back uh and <laughs> like session like 14 or 15 this is it's like this looks like very very similar similar right similarly crafted it it's again there's nothing fancy or, or like no exquisite stonework because again you know that the darklings themselves just kind of inherently have have or, or what's the opposite of inherently have no artistic flair or, or talent it seems as a people this this is a very short hallway which leads to an actual proper door this door uh, you see, as Jolvi approaches, he kind of stops short at it. Oh, this is 
strange. And it's been barred and like nailed with planks of wood uh, put across the frame and itself and like nailed in and basically looks like it's been barricaded. On the inside? Correct. When was the last time you were here? I have used this entrance a singular instance when I first came to the Arknall. And I have not left since. What's on the other side? A series of tunnels and hidden passageways between our living space and the sewers themselves. So apparently they blocked this off so the Neogi couldn't get in here. That would be my guess. And Mia starts using her hammer on the barricade. Maybe it would take you ten minutes to, to you know, pry the boards off of um, this door. And and the, there is like a, a like a, an actual bar, too, that would be set into it. Um, like if you were to normally be able to bar a door uh, in addition to the excess of, of barricade. Mm. Does anybody have another circlet? No. We'll get Jolvi one later. By the tower. We're all going to be meeting at the tower. Yeah, well, I'm more worried about going by beyond this door with Jolvi. Are you staying here, Jolvi? He's got to lead us. I will will take you to the the sewer opening uh, into the streets, but uh, any further, I would prefer not to stray. You know, my concern is the door's locked or bolted shut, so things can't get in. If we go through and the Yogi are there... Jolvi here might turn against us, you know, not by choice. I will go first and he can direct from behind. I don't I don't think that matters if he gets mind controlled. I should see them before that would be an issue. I look at everybody and go, Okay, put my hands up. We'll protect him. I will also remind you that Kula is with you unprotected, uh, in addition to Jolvi, so there's more than simply just the concern of Jolvi being taken over, perhaps. But... <laughs> so I look back at Kula. Just sort oh, of yeah, smile. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we can take him out if we need just, to. Just don't summon another <laughs> mammoth, okay? <laughs> <laughs> in, the, in the little cave? <laughs> yeah, in the tiny tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> Not good. So, Bill speaking, we we all have circlets <laughs> on, right? Sorry. All you of us do. except for Jolvi and Kula. No, I know, but yeah. the party. All has yes. Certain yes. Party yes. Yes. Yeah. I thought so. <laughs> Bill. Bill here. Bill here. Just checking in. Ten four, big buddy. Over and out. <laughs> Roger that, rubber ducky. <laughs> okay, Shakara is going to take the lead then, with uh, Julie close behind. Twenty feet behind. I will go dark. You stay 20 feet back. When I come to somewhere I need to turn, let me know. As soon as the door opens, I'm going to cast darkness upon my sword. I'll be right behind you, Jolvi. And I uh, I cast sacred flame on my hammer, so we have light where we're at. Okay, I like it. Bill here again. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I like this. I think this would be what we do from now on. <laughs> Kermit the frog here is how I like hear it. Okay. These amulets again, they give you advantage on charm effects. And when you activate it, it gives you immunity for a minute. Okay, and it's how many activations per day? One? 
Unlimited. Have but it limit. costs you an action to action. activate it and it lasts gotcha. for one minute. Jolie, how far is it to the surface? Well, that depends on how far from the Arknall you'd uh, like to reach the streets. I think considering the treacherousness of the sewers as soon as possible. Agreed. I agree, yeah. I, I think we risk looking a bit suspicious coming up in exchange for getting out of these sewers as soon as possible. I understand. It's not far then. So, uh, basically since opening these doors, and now we have this blockade of darkness, which Shakar can see through, followed by a little uh, an area of bright light for the rest of you. Since opening the doors, though, you you get the... You can hear something, like, immediately upon releasing this barricade, and it's like this... Even as you're progressing now, it's this constant, like, skittering sounds and guttural... What's they sound like voices speaking in like prolonged consonants, uh, kind of a strange language. That um, if anybody would like to make uh, an intelligence check, maybe you could figure out what language it is. Can I get them to write something down for me? <laughs> you could ask, because <laughs> then I could read it. <laughs> How are they with pen and paper? <laughs> Straight intelligence, ten for Shaft. I'm uh, concentrating on my whereabouts and making sure nothing's coming at us. Oh, right. There isn't an intelligence skill. I just add my intelligence modifier. Yeah, right? Falzern and Shav can just add their intelligence modifier, but um, Mia actually can make a history check uh, yeah. if that's better. I, it it's might not. not. Be. <laughs> it's fine. Falzern has an adjusted 20. Uh, and Mia actually can make this with advantage. 13. Falzern and Mia while not being able to speak or understand this language, you do recognize it uh, as deep speech. But, like, these noises, they, they seem to be, like, reverberating and are, and are amplified throughout the tunnels. Like, you, you, impossible for you to pinpoint how far away they might be. One, you have no idea what the layout of this, this tunnel system is like. But also, just it's just so convoluted, but it still seems like it's coming all around you. Would Mia know if Niyogi speak in deep speech? From all the books she's read? Absolutely she would, yes. The deep speech is one of the languages that the Niyogi speak. In addition, Mia would know that they speak common and undercommon. I'm going to say uh, loud enough for Shikara to hear as well. It's Niyogi. I, I think it's... I think I hear deep speech. That's one of their languages. Quiet. I Don't throw them to us. Okay. That does raise the other question. Are we moving as stealthily as possible, or are you just concerned about getting to where you need to go as quickly as possible? I'm moving stealthily. I will cast Pass Without a Trace with my last slot. Okay. <laughs> Let's all activate our amulets now, just in case. Every minute. Does it give off a light? They do, yes. Which Shikara would be darkened by her sword, right? So we're Correct. Not... Okay, okay. I will activate my. Email. I push my button. I will also. Mm. Okay, those those that are pushing their own button, uh, <laughs> the little diamond in in the middle of the leather band, lights up and glows. This kind of constant, it's it's like white light, right? But uh, kind of around the edges of it, you can kind of see like all colors of the rainbow. Is of course that is what white light uh, is uh, consists of. 
Okay, everyone, please give me some stealth checks here. We'll do a group stealth. Jolvi will also roll, of course, and Kula. How far away does your pass without trace go? 30 feet. Okay. 27 when you add 10 for Mia. 16 for Falzerin. 24 for Shaft. 16 for Shakara. It's nice not to have armor sometimes. <laughs> Still managed to roll like crap. 28 for Jewelry. Dang, that boy's nimble. And uh, 13 for Kula. Okay. Ooh. Oh, shit. Mammoth. <laughs> Mammoth on the mind. <laughs> now, keep in, mi- keep in mind the way I like to do, I don't know if we've ever actually explained, but I like to do the group stealth check, so basically it's like a it's a pass or fail. If half of you fail, then the whole group fails, mm. and vice versa, right? Jewel, okay, so Shikari, you're going to be kind of, you're going to be calling out when you hit a turn or some type of fork or whatever that Jewelby can then direct you. Yes, I will turn turn my head back so that the sound goes behind me, and I'll say, "Forking whichever way or whatever." Okay, great. That's 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 perfect. Um, you're moving for like maybe five minutes, right? And you know you've called out, "Oh, here's a right," and Julie said, "Yes, take it." Or, "Okay, here's a here's a little T junction. Okay, take a left here," and you get to a point though where after two turns, Jolvi calls for you, calls for you to stop, Shakara, and. All, I mean, yeah, I guess because you can see the darkness. All of you do see that Jolvi picks out like a specific stone, right? And opens up uh, an opening in this this well-groomed tunnel and moves you into a much narrower corridor, basically. This one's about like half the size, like five feet. And it's very clear that you've moved from what would be a, a darkling tunnel to like a sewer line. Right, the difference is quite evident. Is the the this there's this this that distinct horrid smell. Right, as soon as he opens up that secret passageway, uh, and like ankle deep gray and brown water as you step Ugh. into it. Clear, yeah, right. Clearly, the Ugh. difference between these two modes I can't of transportation. Even stand right? up straight, so then my face is down by the. Muck. Now that sound though uh we can orient however you see fit if you just want to go right back into the same marching order which is fine but behind you once everyone's through jolvi will close up that passageway and even once he does that's still that that skittering and the 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 constant reverberation can still be heard even in the the sewer section which way now all right so he marches you forward uh, and you hit another couple turns until Basically, you come to, like, a ladder that seems to lead up to a manhole. This, the closest opening I could get us to. I'll go up the ladder. Um, why does everyone roll me a, a last stealth check here as Shakara is ascending? 30. 17 for Shaft. 17 for Falzerin. 31 for Mia. Uh, 31 for Jolvi. And a 13 for Kula. Wow. <laughs> Kula, come on, buddy. <laughs> All right. That pass without trace, really coming in clutch. Shikara, you can easily, obviously easily climb up the ladder, open up uh, the manhole, which, you know, as soon as you, like, shift it and move it, like, the darkness, like, would spill out and, and rise with you, right? So anybody in the street, which you do see there are some passers by, is it's not very late uh, in the evening yet, right? Maybe uh, approaching 10.30 or 11 o'clock at night. Uh, after your hour's rest, right, basically this kind of would be about the time that the play would actually be, like, concluding and, you know, the the watchers would be filing out. Uh, but 
it doesn't look like in this specific street you can't see the Arknall um, in this this street, and it does actually look where while where the theater is 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 like what would be like a main strip, right? This is obviously a much more like a side street or something like that. Um, very much akin to again the the kind of passageway that the Darklings had dragged those who were unconscious and you fled away from fighting Hank Applebee's, right? Like out of most of the gaze as much as possible down into the tunnels where they can properly navigate. I'm going to keep my sword up so that the darkness stays and I'll climb out of the manhole and I'll look back down. Hurry! Come up! Mia, this is where we part, I'm afraid. Yes, I've been been thinking about it. I want you to have this. And I reach into my pocket. I know I don't have my armor on me or like a satchel or anything, but I brought this with me. I have my amulet of the devout I want to give to Julvie. I, I don't know if this will help you, but call on the power of Thor. Sell it. Do something. Make use of it. He takes it into his hands. This this is beautifully crafted. And he, he immediately will put it on, like, right, put the, put, it, put the chain up over his head as he pulls his hood back. I will cherish it always. You will not be the last Darkling. We will bring your people back here. Once we've defeated the Niyogi, the city underground can be yours again. I only wish to see my, my, my home flourishing like it once was. Thank you, all of you. We'll do what we can to get you a circlet. You know where I am if you need to call upon me course and then i climb up the ladder as i'm climbing up i i also place my hand on his shoulder and say thank you julvie you've i i can't tell you how much this has helped us i really appreciate it falzern will climb up following mia i follow i just look at him and sort of put my my hand my uh couple fingers up to my forehead and just go see ya (laughs) and up the ladder (laughs) So long, friends. I shall barricade the way back into the theater, just to be safe. Sounds like a good plan! <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, as the last of you gets, climbs up and seals over the, the manhole, he sees Julvi kind of disappearing into the shadows, retreating back into the sewer system. Let's go over by that building and I'll drop the darkness. Everyone, hold on. And I'll grab hold of whoever I can touch and I'll run over by the building so that when I do drop the darkness nobody will see us oh they won't see us but they'll smell us <laughs> <laughs> I never like these shoes anyway <laughs> they'll lose sight of the giant ball of darkness and then won't be able to find anyone <laughs> that's residing inside <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, easily done you find a little uh, section along alongside one of the, the buildings uh, that is uninhabited do I know where I'm at by looking around yeah, you you know you're you're a couple streets like south of the theater. Oh, it's this way. We got to go down the. We can stay. There's some alleyways that we can sort of lean into here. I think we can go by without too many people seeing us. Just don't look suspicious. Act like you're just out for a night on the town. <laughs> Easy for you to say. I like look down at my dress, just like drenched in sewage. Right. I imagine probably in tatters a little bit just, too. Yeah. I was dead, basically. <laughs> right. It's so bloody. Sh- Shakara looks like pristine, like newly pressed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll lead them back to the uh, tavern if there's no 
issues. Okay, um, Passive of the Trace still up. If you do want to remain um, like being stealthy and, and move, trying to move as stealthily as possible through the city, like you mentioned, taking some of the back routes, um, you absolutely can. And I'll take um, a couple more stealth checks here as you're moving throughout the city. Yeah, I think as long as the spell's active, we'll take you, make use of it. Yeah, that makes sense. 20? Uh, no, 21. 19 for Falzerin. 28, Shakara. All right, so Kula got a 29. Woo! Woo! Cool. That's my boy. <laughs> yeah, as, as Kula has, has saddled back up next to uh, Shakara and is basically following her lead and trying to mimic her movements as much as possible. And as you're moving through Hannah's district, it doesn't look like anything is amiss, uh, at least in the streets, right? Doesn't seem to be any type of panic or... Uh, anything that seems out of the ordinary, as far as um, you know, as you're as you're as you're moving, kind of around the rear of most of these buildings, right? Um, around some of the back entrances to them that don't face the busy streets, but you know, as you're peering in between the buildings down these little alleys, right? Just seems like people are going about the business as the nightlife, uh, as you know. Now, having been walking through, is is um, quite vivacious in uh, Hannah's district, and doesn't seem anything has disrupted that. So there's no panic in the disco. There's no panic in the disco. Doesn't look like they know Hannah's been taken out. Of course, they're not going to find Hannah's body, are they? Top half was still Hannah. Yeah, it's sort of this creature of some kind. Yes, I certainly would expect there would be more chaos. Unless the regular people just don't know yet. What is that? Perhaps her cadre are trying to keep it quiet. If they do know. That would make sense. Do we know who takes over if Hannah was to die? Do I have uh, any knowledge of sort of a secondhand person that's in charge whenever Hannah leaves or? Yeah, you can you can roll me a history. 13. I mean, you have a close you've had uh, and maybe still do have a close association with all three of the district bosses of Drukal, right? And whereas, like, Lag uh, has um, his partner, Gilgamesh, you have met and spoken to and know about. Uh, when it comes to Detmer and Hannah, they don't have somebody like that. I suppose uh, Detmer would lean a lot on Frank. Uh, but that certainly doesn't mean that Frank was guaranteed any type of elevation to some higher station um, as a reward for... His, his duty or, or you know if you you understand what I mean uh, but when it comes yeah. to Hannah uh, other than like her always keeping her guards very close to her as, as again like she goes nowhere without them or went nowhere without them you don't you've never met or seen anybody that would be like a successor to to Hannah's title yeah as far as I know Hannah's always been the one in charge. I mean, she's got lackeys all over the place, and maybe one of them will make a play to take over, but uh, they're not trustworthy. They'll probably kill each other off after they loot the place. Take care of the Niyogi, and the city's yours, Shaft. Ha! <laughs> I'm not interested in that. No? Haven't thought about it? She does have very lovely quarters, Shaft. I'm sure you could make yourself comfortable. Falls are in kind of... Uh, smirks and winks at Shaft. It's it's a nice place, but yeah, that, you'd have to clean the hot tub. How much further to the inn? It, it's right up here. Just 
about a half a mile. I need a bath so bad. Yeah, you stink. I've, I've already wiped my shoes off. <laughs> I mean, it would have been up to your neck. You're so short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ankle deep is what, waist deep for yeah. me? <laughs> Actually, the, the, the funny thing about halflings is, compared to a normal human, up until the knee, they're the exact same size. They're a lot of leg. <laughs> halflings are actually three-quarter leg. They should be called <laughs> calflings. <laughs> yes, uh, about an hour, uh, later an hour 20 uh, after getting out of the sewers, um, moving a little more slowly as you're, you're taking the, the long way around back to the Tickly, you do make it safely to the inn. As we're walking and towards the end there. Are we, we going to get all your armor and everything on to, before we go see Sally? For what reason? Just because that's probably the most important thing first. Be prepared. I mean, do you want to wait for me to take a shower and get my armor on? We can just... We can just... If you two do need a short while to, to clean up and don your armor, I, I do have... A little errand I could run while you're doing that. I just think Shakar and I would rather turn this amulet in right away, right? I agree with Mia. Stomp right okay. in there. Stinky is just all. Just asking. Sh- Falzern, what errand is this? Well, I'm... Uh, to be honest, I'm feeling a bit naked without my bag of holding. I was hoping that the magic, magic, magic shop might have one I could buy. I didn't think of it when I was there last time unfortunately right no I just keep walking well maybe let's drop off the amulet and then maybe we can fly over to magic 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 before they close well that that was that was my plan was to to use Denny to get me there more quickly but if you insist on dropping off the amulet immediately I, I suppose we can do that you do not need to be here for this uh, it's alright it's right here there's the door I'll walk up to the door and go in yep we all it's barely unlocked. survive tonight. You want to go shopping. So as you approach the entrance, uh, there are two paladins stationed outside of it. And like when you left, you notice in the streets that the paladin presence in the close vicinity of the Tickly seems to have been amplified. Uh, there's plenty more in the streets still after the fireball that happened uh, earlier today. And... They, of course, recognize you, and they'll they'll nod, and you see one kind of gives a rap on the door, and a a bolt kind of disengages from the inside, and you are let in. Is Frank there? Frank uh, and uh, Jelly are not here. Empty. Is empty uh, of, of course, normal patrons, as they had closed it to everybody, and it seems that Frank and Jelly were part of the people that were sent away. Uh, Inside, there are still uh, paladins. And it does look like they've they've done you know as good a job as they have to tidy everything up. The destroyed and burnt uh, tables and furniture have, have been taken out along with the bodies uh, of those that had perished, including Igna. Uh, nowhere in sight. But it is um, yeah, it's looking pretty deserted inside. I must speak with Sally. I'll just say out to the room to whoever wants to go get her for me. We go towards the door. Sure, at the back door. And then there is still uh, somebody stationed outside of it. Just It just isn't Frank anymore. And they knock on, on the door and they disappear down the stairs, closing it behind them. Uh, after 30 seconds, they come back up to let you in, much like Frank would do. And uh, it doesn't take a password, though. 
but it does let you down the stairs down to Sally's office. Okay, I'll follow down. I'll follow. I'll go. She stands as you enter. Is there more trouble? Well, there was. The important thing is, we found this. And I will hold out the amulet. This is what Samuel has been looking for. He told us to give it to you. Oh, uh, excellent. Uh, you've found that quickly. And she will take it from you. And she goes to the desk and kind of pulls out one of the bottom drawers and picks up like a, a, a little... It's like a miniature little chest, right? It's maybe like eight inches long by about six inches wide and six inches tall. And she just opens it up and there's kind of a, a velvet cushion inside, like velvet line, and we'll just place the amulet inside it. And she goes back into the drawer, leaving the little treasure chest on, on the desk, and she pulls out uh, a little coin purse and hands one to each of you. This is partial compensation should you deliver the amulet to me. It's just what I've been instructed to give you. Thank you. And I'll look at Mia. I'll sort of pop it up and down in my hand to sort of feel its weight and then open it up to look and see what type of coins are in it. I'm just I'm assess? afraid to ask. Is it is it platinum? Is <laughs> it a platinum piece? That's why I opened the bag. What kind of coins are in it? <laughs> <laughs> they are filled with gold coins and it is quite hefty. I don't open mine. I just put mine into my pouch. An estimate on uh, by weight. <laughs> sure, I think Shaft, you've uh, you've you've handled your fair share of coin purse, and you guesstimate that it holds upwards of a thousand gold pieces. Okay, I go. Dang. Eh, fair enough. I tie the top off and throw it in my pouch. Sally, have you talked to Samuel? No, not for a number of days. When I sent a message and he told me to deliver the amulet to you. Airships are inbound, about two days. We're all to meet at the tower. Then they're ahead of schedule. Uh, thank you. I'm sure word will reach me. Of course. If I hear anything more, I'll let you know. We're also in need of an extra circlet or two. And I motion to Kula, who's with us now. Right? And um, we've made a friend with the last Darkling in the tunnels. I'd like to give him a circlet as well. The Neogi are through the sewers from what he says. My goodness, we haven't seen any sign of them on the surface. Uh, they're crawling through the sewers. We heard them in, in their deep speech when we were coming here, and I kind of like looked down at my dress all covered in poop. She, yeah, she kind of looks you up and down, kind of for the first time after she was kind of... Like it's finally like, registered. <laughs> right, exactly, right? And, you know, like looking at... Oh, she's kind of cocks her head and you're both in dresses. She's like, okay. <laughs> Mia had an accident. <laughs> <laughs> Once the airships arrive with the additional supplies, I'm sure you can requisition any number of circles that you may need. Sounds good. Um, I I think I'll just uh, turn and go, all right, Sally, good night, and walk back out. I don't think there's anything else we need to talk to her about. Anything we can help you with, Sally? We have two days. We've already found the amulet. Well... If you found the amulet, then there's no need to uh, finish the construction of the tower. I'll send word to the teams there. We'll still hold it as a strategic position uh, for the assault, but you've finished what you've come to do. Unless you've been given new directive from Samuel, uh, I have nothing for you myself. No new directive, but things in the city will be changing soon. 
as Detmer's gone. I just want to let you know, I think Hannah's going to be out of the picture for a while. What do you mean? Yeah, what do you mean? You know. We heard rumor. We heard rumors. Ah, you can't believe. People were talking. You can't believe everything you hear on the streets. They said there was a commotion at the theater. We had plans to go, but we're dissuaded. Didn't quite make it there, pointing at our outfits. Oh, I see. So instead of a show, you decided to venture into the sewers? In a roundabout we way, yeah. We're told that's where the amulet was. We had no choice. Oh, uh, thank you for the warning. Have you informed Samuel of this as well? Um, no. I don't think so. I only had 25 words. The magical ability we use to contact him is is quite limited, unfortunately. I just, with the Neogi in the sewer and... Yeah, I mean, you're here, that's why we let you know. I mean, yeah. all the paladins here can at least try to hold things off if it goes bad. Uh, we're gonna go get some rest. I mean, we're we're beat, and tomorrow we can we can chat and see what our next plan is. Maybe even contact Samuel. I appreciate you informing me. Good night, Sally. And I'll turn around and head back up the stairs. I'll get up to the top of the steps. I'll push me in the back. And go. What the hell? I, Shaft. I forgot. I, I, I forgot that maybe the paladins aren't as good as I think they are. I just trust them with everything I know, and then I, I tried. I tried to pick up what you were laying down. I said goodnight. <sighs> I'm sorry. Let's get you out of that spinky dress. <laughs> I know. I just like telling everything everything that I know because... Uh, the Neogi are what matters, not Hannah. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens with those, with the Neogi. Maybe... Let's, let's get some rest. Falzern, how about we head to magic, magic, magic in the morning? That sounds like a better plan than going this yeah, evening. Yeah, you, you may have a point. Perhaps I should get some rest and try to make it there tomorrow. I head upstairs. I'll follow. Remind me of the uh, the room segregation here. It was. Don't remember. Balzern and I. <laughs> Don't remember either. <laughs> well, I'm not I'm not too overly concerned with where the party members are. But what about the uh, the NPCs that are with you? Dragon Hulsa. Shakara and Hulsa were sharing a room, and I guess Kula will share our room now too. In addition to uh, drag? Yes. Yeah, dra <laughs> Me, Shakara, Halsa, Kula, Drag, and Mullen are all <laughs> in my room. Oh my gosh. The Dendar orgy. <laughs> <laughs> Little Dendar circle jerk going on, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so only Shakara will retire to that specific room. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I guess, am I with you boys, or am I? Well, Mia yeah. had your own room. You had, if okay, you recall, okay. you had your own room. You, right. you wanted your own. I thought so, but. Shakara, as you enter this room, as the rest of you, are, you're all retiring, correct? Yes. Yeah. All right. Shakara, as you enter the room, you open the door to a bit of a grisly scene. There, Dreg is slumped against one of the walls. A deep gash in his forehead is bleeding. He looks to be unconscious. Halsa is kind of stooped over him, and she's holding his dagger in her hand. On the other side of the room, there is a dead doppelganger. 
and Halsa is just coated in like this greenish blue blood, which seems to be originating from the doppelganger. And she reacts to the noise as you coming in. She whirls around wielding the dagger and then finally sees that it's you, drops it to the ground and, and rushes over to you. Uh, I will put my arms around her. Halsa, what, what has happened here? She frantically motions to the doppelganger and pulls out her little notebook, scribbling. Mullen attacked us. Mullen? Mullen was a doppelganger. And she nods vigorously. Is... and I'll look at Drag. Is... Drag... okay? Alive, she'll write. Not a doppelganger. She shakes her head no. Hurt in in the fight. Well, do I don't. And I'll go back out of my room and go to uh, Shaft's room. Shaft, please. Oh, I just laid down. What? You must see this, please. Mia, Falzerin, please come quick. Son of a... I'll get up, put my boots back on. Mia puts a towel on, jumps out of the bed. <laughs> the luxury suite, I tell you. <laughs> I'll, I'll walk. And fo- I'll follow Shakara. Falzerin jumps up, hearing the um, urgency in Shakara's voice. And I will go back to Hulsa and check her over. Is she hurt? Uh, she looks like she took a bit of a battering as well, but she seems otherwise uh, fine. Mostly superficial wounds. Is she bleeding anywhere? Uh, it doesn't look like it, no. Just, just kind of, she's covered in, like, doppelganger blood. I'm going, before she does anything, I am going to take out a dagger and cut her on her hand to see what kind of blood comes out. Oh, okay, yes. Uh, and she's bleeding, uh, like, red blood. It's red. And then I'll grab her. I'm sorry. I had to know. And I'll wrap her hand up for her with a, I'll tear off a scrap of my dress and, and wrap it up. And Dreg is obviously bleeding normal blood, that kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah, Dreg's blood also looks red. Hulsa, as you're wrapping her hand, she sees Kula is here, really noticing him for the first time, right? And she kind of reacts, like pulls back uh, defensively uh, from from Kula. It is okay. And I will reach out my hand to Kula and grab his hand, and I will put a little slice on the back of his hand. Okay. (laughs) Everybody's getting cut tonight. Okay. Mia's, like, watching Shakara do this and just decides something needs to be done to heal them and stop slicing them. And so she's going to do Prayer of Healing at fourth level, and everyone gets 22 hit points. It's six creatures, so I forget how many of us there are. So that would be Drag, Drag and Hulsa first priority, then Falzerin and whoever else could take some. I'm, like, full. But. Okay, there's there's more than enough to go around here. And yeah, as as you you know, I think prayer healing believe, believe takes a minute to to fully cast. But... Uh, yeah, like ten minutes. Sorry, I start healing. Yeah. Oh, okay, I see. That's it fine. Takes ten uh, minutes. Yep. Sure. And yeah, I mean, you've all come in see as as Mia starts uh, casting, falls her in a shaft, and and and, and the cleric also. You know, you all see the state of of the room and and uh, the deceased doppelganger. Hosa Kula is understanding of our position. He knows we are with the coven, and he was taken in by a false Isabella, for which he feels shame and regret. We have nothing to fear from Kula. 
please, as best you can, tell me what happened here. And, you know, a few quick scribbles basically received your message, was informing Drag, Mullen attacked us. Goodness. Can Drag say anything further or no? Uh, well, this is still going on before he's healed, so he's not quite conscious yet, right? This is in the ten minutes that you're casting. Okay. So I point down at the doppelganger body. I go, that was Mullen? Hulsa nods. Has he ever left your sight since we got here? Hulsa, she, she's kind of thinking. She, she shakes her head no at first, but then kind of gives you a bit of a shrug. Hmm. Can doppelgangers change their shape? Once taken. Uh, I'm, I'm not would, sure. Would Falzern know that? Uh, yeah, you can roll me a, um, what would that be? Some type of Natural 20, so. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, okay. Doesn't um, matter what it is. No fucking matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Dolz, uh, Falzern, again, you've done lots of reading uh, throughout your time in Heracleon. Yeah, do- doppelgangers are a shapeshifter. They basically can see a person or a, something they want to mimic and, and change into it. Uh, in addition to their limited uh, telepathic abilities to kind of glean memories from that specific target, right, which would obviously play into more of a longer con rather than just, you know, fixing themselves on the, on the surface. It's certainly possible that uh, this doppelganger could have changed forms uh, multiple times. That is within their abilities. Oh, so you're not, they're not just stuck as Shaft or Falzerin no. then. Oh, crap. But why attack Halsa and Drag? I don't know. I don't know. This. And where is the last one? Unless there are more that we do not know about. Maybe? That's a good question. The DM does seem to like doppelgangers. <laughs> <laughs> Bill just smiles. Just, just for the audience, so that they know. <laughs> Bill here, smiling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bill here, smiling. <laughs> so Mia, you, you get off your prayer of healing, and Drag comes to. And you here we go. Kind of jolts and, and is looking, looking around, immediately like raising his hands uh, in front of him defensively, and then just puts one up to his 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 head and kind of like grabs it and grimaces. And I'll run to his side and kneel by him. Drag, Drag, are you okay? Oh, yeah, yes, uh, I'm, I'm fine, but, but, but Mullen, we, we, we were, I was just speaking to him and, and, and Hulsa came, said you asked for help and, and then he, he, he attacked. Yes, he's, apparently was a, doppelganger that wasn't mullen i don't know why he attacked you though then then where is the real mullen i do not know that either the question is uh, how long has this been the doppelganger and were we ever with the real mullen and what did we say in front of it do you remember if mullen left your sight drag i i i've been with i mean we've stuck very close together since the boat, uh, we both suffered great trauma. We'd be, become friends. There wasn't a time where you didn't know where he was? Uh, Since I, the tents? I, I, I mean, I don't believe nothing that stands out. Uh, it, 
to be an extended period of time, but I wasn't making sure he was always within eyesight. Hmm. Days, then. Potentially days. There were many times where it was just he and I uh, conversing. Mia, can you locate him? The trouble is these doppelgangers, they they have some psychic ability to to know people's memories and and they can be quite believable unfortunately well as far as we know there's one more and it's none of us right so i have locate creature not prepared and even if and when prepared you you have to uh you have to be within a thousand feet of it so i don't really know it's, it's not foolproof i mean do you think he'd be close it's worth a try isn't it i'd have to do it in the morning i'd haven't practiced that spell in a while. Okay, I would appreciate it. In the morning. I, I guess I'll just turn around and walk back out of the room and go, Well, remember to lock your door. And walk back to my room. Okay. <laughs> are there other rooms? I guess there's other rooms up here that are empty? Yeah, yeah, plenty. I will take the doppelganger and drag it into a different room and try and... Like barricade the door. Well, from that the maid's going to be surprised in the morning, isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> we can tell Sally about this in the morning. No need to disturb her this evening. Okay, you have your choice of six rooms. Which number would you? One through six, just so I have an idea of where you're putting this thing. Three. It's always three. That's your room. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, six additional empty rooms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you drag it right back to shaft. <laughs> here, I'll leave this here for you. <laughs> okay, uh, so everyone's going to retire and we're going to go in for a long rest. Is anyone wanting to actually barricade their rooms and put up any additional defenses in case, or what's happening? I think yeah. I would probably use um, Lehman's Tiny Hut tonight. This is seeming very suspect, so I will I will offer to anyone who wants additional protection. There's space for some if they want to share the tiny hut. I would like that. Uh, yes, thank you, Falzer. Certainly. And I think uh, Halsa and Kula and I will take turns taking watch in our room. I'll sleep in the bed. <laughs> Mia's gonna get her alone time. <laughs> All right, so Drag uh, sweeps down and, and retrieves the dagger that uh, Shakara gave him. He seems to be holding on to it and keeping it pretty you know, close to him. Okay, so then Drag is going uh, with Falzer and the Tiny Hut in Falzer and Shaft's room. Shaft is going to remain in the bed. All right, okay, I like this. So what what is uh, everyone doing? So Shakara, so you're just going to keep watching? You're not going to barricade your room? not pulling a gozer? I think maybe we'll do the like movie trope of putting the chair up underneath the doorknob. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if it actually works, but that's what we do. <laughs> okay. Uh, you find that your door's open into the hallway, so it, it actually. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll put the chair back in the corner. <laughs> I put the chair on the outside. That'll, that'll, that'll fool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll make sure the windows are bolted shut, the door's got a lock on it, and, you know, the standards. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, we can all settle in for, for a long rest Yay. here. Before, um, before I do cast the tiny hut, I, I'm going to want to check to make sure that all of my belongings that I left are still there and bring them in with me. 
Okay, yeah, everything, uh, looks like everything's still there. Nothing has been touched or pilfered through or tampered with in any way. Excellent. Okay. I only have one spell slot, Leland, but I think I want to try to scry on my dad or my brother. I was trying to look at your face to see which one. <laughs> I don't know, just to see if I can figure out who it was that was captured by Hannah. So which which one will it be then? Yeah, so I'm going to scry on my brother. I rolled a d100. Over 50 was my brother, under 50 was my dad. Leave it to the fates. So, I mean, obviously I am very familiar with the target. And uh, I don't know that I have, like, a garment or anything like that to help with modifier, but I don't have a lock of my brother's hair or something. It says uh, it takes ten minutes, concentration, and I can hear a per and see a particular creature I choose on the same plane of existence. Target must make a wisdom saving throw, and it's modified on how well I know the target. I feel like my family would want me to see them, though, right? Like, does that make a difference? It would if the target knows you're casting the spell on them. Mm. Okay. Right? The, you, because remember how we did it with Hannah is when she failed the throw, um, the saving throw, she was unaware that she was being observed, right? And only when she passed it did she know someone was trying to look in on her. Right. Um, the, there's the other option. I can choose a location and have a sensor in that location. So he was in a very specific closet or something that I saw, right? Or got dragged into a certain door. You saw him in the uh, little balcony area that overlooks the dance floor and the bar of the Pussycat Palace. Right, like Hannah's balcony. Right. I doubt he'd be there right now. So I think it makes sense to stick with creature instead of location. But it's kind of cool that they give you the option. Okay. So you're going to have some pretty good modifiers here. Yeah. Is there something that maybe in your youth uh, your brother might have given you as a bit of a like a memento or a token or something? Would you think Mia would carry something like that? You know what I'm gonna think. I I think it makes sense that Bron, my brother, who I have in mind, uh, Bron and I, uh, being raised the way we were to be such warriors, would have spent the time like polishing our shields and painting. Uh, painting our shields and, and holy symbol on there, so I'm just gonna like think back on our my shield. Is that a doable thing? Yeah, I like it. I think with your the connection you have with um, with or your some brother. sort of one of one of my sword, like I guess uh, like a I don't even have a sword, do I? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> no, I, I understand what I understand what you're getting. It's like this shared experience that the two of you have, right? A, a shared memory. Uh, which isn't necessarily something physical. Right, or like, oh, that dent is the one time he attacked me with his hammer. and like. Sure, yeah. sure, I, that's cool. I like that, yeah. And I think like with this spell, it's, I don't know, it, it seems ambiguous to me because it's like you're trying to spy on someone that wouldn't want you to look in on them, right? But like you say, in a specific situation, a moment of duress, this target would want you to. So would they then be able to fail the save? Like, that's a weird thing, so... 
I look at the scar on my finger where he bit me that one time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he's going to have a, a negative 10 to this uh, wisdom save here. <laughs> which <laughs> which I guess comes up to a zero. <laughs> Whoa, okay. That's good. So he failed to save, and you, you feel the effects of this spell that you have done before, obviously, start to take effect. And then... Before anything comes through, like before the the view of your brother comes through, it's just cut off. It's stopped. And the spell has no effect. And you do know that it should have been successful. So this isn't uh this isn't uh anything as per this isn't something like that the spell would work. Something has interfered with this. Right. Again, it says we have to be on the same plane of ex- existence right now, that kind of thing. That's I would true. know that. Yeah, that, you would know that, absolutely. <sighs> Some sort of magic. Okay. All right, well, I go back to bed, but I'm going to bed with my armor on. Okay. <laughs> not going to go in the tiny hut, but I'll go to bed with my armor on. All right. And we all settle in to sleep. Uh, okay, so we're watching in Shikara's room. Falls are in Shaftry. You two just sleeping? You're watching? I'm just or? sleeping. I would, uh, I would probably speak to Drag once I see that Shaft has already passed out, sort of the second that his head hits the pillow. I snore pretty loud, so I'm going to keep somebody up. <laughs> Involuntary watch. <laughs> you know, uh, Drag... It's probably going to be a little bit tough for either of us to get fantastic sleep tonight. Do you want to take turns watching for a bit? I can certainly go first. I'm sure you're exhausted. Please, uh, I'll take first shift. Thank you for this hut. It's the least that I can do. Are you sure? Of course. Okay. Wake me up when you are ready to get some rest yourself. I will. The night about halfway passes, and the rest of you are kind of woken up. All of you are woken up by a, a grunt or, or a scream as Falzerin, you wake up with a dagger in your chest from Dreg. And that's our show. For more Aspara information, visit encouragableparty.com, where you can find all of our social media links, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, as well as our Patreon. Our patrons get exclusive content like blooper reels and patron-only mini-campaigns. Our theme music was created by Josh Jarvis. For any of your musical needs, you can contact him at jamesmercymusic at gmail.com. All the rest of our sounds and music throughout our plays... Provided by TabletopAudio.com And of course our show sponsor Critical Hit Design. For your design needs, visit CriticalHitDesign.com Happy adventuring.